Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Airstream Chronicles podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 13th, and my name is Rich Charpentier. I'm the host of this show. As always, for returning listeners, thanks for stopping in and giving a listen today and spending part of your day with us. And for folks new to the channel, thanks for checking it out. I hope you enjoy it. So as always, Tuesday is our Tech Talk Tuesday, and today we're going to be talking some low-tech. So normally I talk about things with screens or flying cameras or cameras. Today we're going to talk about some low-tech that actually goes along with the Airstream because we're getting into the colder season. And let me tell you, 21 degrees here this morning, so... The Airstream is warm and toasty, of course. I've got the heaters running, and we're going to talk about those. But also, I wanted to talk about the first low-tech item this morning, which has to be our water hose that connects to the Airstream. So yesterday, I popped by the RV campground's office to check for mail, have a little chat, and hello, and how are you doing with the office staff? And they were uh, talking funny stories for the morning. One guest here came down to the office early yesterday morning to let them know that the park's water supply was turned off. Uh, to which one of the uh, one of the park employees said, "Oh no, the the water supply is not turned off." And so the RVer got a little bent out of shape and wanted them to go check his RV. So one of the uh, employees took a walk up and took a look at what was going on with the camper's water supply, and it was quite simple. Yesterday morning, it was 22 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, and for those of you who don't know, anything below 32 degrees is considered freezing. Water freezes at that temperature. So a 22-degree outdoor temperature with a hose hooked up to a water supply is most likely going to freeze. So the water supply didn't freeze. The campground here actually sets up heated boxes for the water supply of every single RV site. So the water is on year-round here, even when we have the cold snaps. Unfortunately for the RVer who came down to talk to them, he didn't have a heated hose. He had a regular hose. So not only was his hose frozen, but his high-end water filter that connected the hose to his RV was also frozen. So it does freeze here in Prescott, Arizona and other locations. And if you're a RVer or a full-time RVer and you are camping during uh, the colder season, you're going to need a heated hose or you're going to need to disconnect your hose before the freeze happens and maybe fill up your water tanks instead. So in our case, we use a heated hose that we had actually... It's our third one. We purchased our first one years ago. It's the Pirit, P-I-R-I-T, uh, the Pirit heated hose. We got it off of Amazon, and actually those hoses are sold in several places. So I just pulled up Google. So uh, Amazon selling the Pirit heated hoses, Tool Chest, Ace Hardware, Walmart, and Camping World. They've all got the Pirit heated hoses for sale. So We've been through a couple of these heated hoses, and that's not to knock on Pirates quality. Um, the hoses that they make are really good. The first one I actually broke. Uh, I was messing around with the connector, and I actually broke the connector after several years of use for the hose. So 
that was totally my bad. So um, our second heated hose from Purit did not last as long as the first. And once again, wasn't the hose manufacturer's fault. We had a pack rat come along and decide that the, um, the electrical cord to the hose looked like a tasty snack. So uh, one morning coming outside of the Airstream last year, I found a pack rat electrocuted after chewing through the, uh, the uh, power cable that uh, heated the hose. So that pack rat, he got what it was coming to him for eating my hose heater. And then finally, we're on our third hose now, and uh, it's working great. It's 21 degrees here this morning, and I'm a little chilly, <laughs> if you can't tell. But um, so water's still running in here, and all is well. So it's a, it's, it's a pretty low-tech solution. Uh, I've seen other people just take a regular hose and wrap heat tape around it and then put duct tape or foam or something else on it. I had done that for a couple of years, and it was a little cheaper than buying something like this ready-made Pirate hose. But quite honestly, the Pirate hose, um, really great construction, and it does what it's supposed to do. So it's a little more money than, you know, if you were to do a do-it-yourself. But rather than waking up in the morning and not being able to take a shower because you don't have water supply, um, I'll go ahead and spend the couple of dollars extra on this particular hose and make sure that I've got water all day. So while our heated hose isn't our highest end technology, it sure is great technology. So um, overwintering in the Airstream wouldn't be possible without some kind of heated hose solution because at some point you're gonna experience a freeze in your RV travels during the winter months, unless of course, you're down in southern Arizona, or you've crossed the Mexico border and headed even further south. So that's our first piece of low-tech for Tech Talk Tuesday. The second piece of low-tech has to be the space heaters that we have in here. So for years and years and years, I had a Kenwood uh, oil radiator heater, which I absolutely loved, and fantastic heater. Uh, you set the temperature on the digital control, and it really kept this small space warm on cold days. Unfortunately, after years and years and years of having that particular space heater, it finally died this year. So I've had it for probably like six or seven years, so it definitely was worth the expense. And when I went up to Walmart and Home Depot and all the different shops, I discovered that they no longer had those Kenwood heaters and nor could I find them online. So I decided to go with something that looked very similar and I'm just moving away from the mic for a moment. And we got a new oil heater, it's SAI. And I am not recommending this one. So <laughs> it's got some interesting modes. It's got low heat, high heat. You can also set the temperature digitally but apparently, um, whoever this manufacturer is didn't put a great thermostat in. So when I set the heater to 70 degrees, it will suddenly start heating to 76 and then shut off. When I set it to 65 degrees, it won't kick on till 62 degrees. So what I'm saying is the thermostat on this thing is um is awful they also have what they call an eco mode 
And so eco mode makes you think, hey, it's going to slowly heat over time. That is the furthest thing from the truth here. Um, when I set eco mode on this thing, uh, it goes all the way up to 76 or 77. And then it stops heating and drops all the way down to 65 or 64. And then it'll start doing its crazy heating again up to 76 or 77. So it provides really wide swings in the temperature in the Airstream. Instead of a constant state of just keeping the interior here at, let's say, 68 degrees, I'm running between 76 degrees and 62 degrees during the day. So this particular piece of technology is incredibly low-tech because they can't even get a thermostat right on it. So, and to, you know, so you're probably saying to yourself, well, hey, bring it back. Um, we've checked out several other heaters this year, and it just seems like um, the thermostat on these heaters is meaningless. So whoever the manufacturers are have said, you know, if we give them a 10 or 15 degree range, they should be good. Like right now I have this thing on and it's cooling down. So it's like 62 degrees in the Airstream at the moment. So um, I'm going to crank this thing back onto its eco mode so that it'll run all the way up to 76 again. So I'm getting these uh, very strange temperature fluctuations. So if you're, uh, if you're new to the RVing world, you're probably scratching your head about this. But, you know, this is one of the realities of full-time RVing is that um, if you're overwintering, and I've done a whole episode on overwintering, that you're going you're gonna to face some challenges that you might not face in a house uh, or in an apartment or wherever it is you live that's not an RV. But um, in the RV living, when, uh, when we get into the 20s in the Airstream, the Airstream actually gets cold. The, the 30s is fine, but when we start seeing the 20s, that's when, um, that's when we're a little chilly in the morning and our hands are shaking. Like right now, uh, sitting here in front of this microphone, I'm actually shivering and I don't know if it's coming through uh, in the audio or not. I hope it isn't. But, uh, but yeah, I'll change the settings on this heater just as soon as I wrap up this podcast and we'll get things a little warmer in here and um, get me started on the rest of my day. So low tech talk Tuesday. So you get it? Low tech. Yeah. So um, there are two things. So the space heaters, if anybody out there has got a better idea on one of these oil filled space heaters. Uh, like the old Kenwoods, let me know. Drop me a note, rich at rlcdesign.net. Um, or if you're an Anchor subscriber, Anchor FM, and you're listening to this podcast on Anchor, you can leave me up to a one-minute audio message. And I'll get that message. I'll be able to play it on the show. And uh, I can also respond to it. So, so yeah, definitely a chilly one here this morning. And let me just grab my handy-dandy iPhone and let's talk about our forecast for this week. So with the Storm app here, let's see. Or this isn't the Storm app anymore. So right now we're looking at 25 degrees here with a high of 53. Tomorrow, high of 58 with a low of 25. Thursday, 62 and 29. Friday, 32 and 33. So once we get back into the 30s, the Airstream will be easy enough to regulate the temperature on once more, even with these crazy space heaters that aren't doing the job. So recommendations, if you are a full-time RVer and you're traveling to places where you might experience a freeze, that Pirit heated hose, P-I-R-I-T, 
Um, fantastic hose. If you're looking for an oil space heater for inside your RV, I am not going to recommend this Psi space heater at all because it's got such a crazy temperature control on it. But hopefully we'll work something out and maybe one of my listeners here will drop a note and let me know. So once again, rich at rlcdesign.net. All right, everyone, I'm going to warm this place up again a bit and I'm going to have late breakfast and then diving right back into some more classwork for my latest udemy.com course. So we'll see you tomorrow and I hope you have an amazing day. As always, the intro and exit music is licensed through soundstripe.com. And if you'd like to know more about me and my other ventures, check out the show notes below. And we've got links to my YouTube channel, my business channel, my drone channel, and uh, so much more. So go ahead and check those different links out. And we'll see you again tomorrow on Wednesday, November 14th. Have a great day.